0: Welcome to the HR Cartel Podcast. I'm Tim Dive. Thank you for joining me. I want to talk today about disputes because there seems to be a lot happening. And whether that's a union involvement or just disputes about uh, between employees and managers, uh, I'm having a lot of conversations in the last, let's say, a week, week and a half about um, not always disagreements, but we're trying to find alternative resolutions to disputes that have happened, complaints or potential disputes and trying to avoid them and it's it's just a common thing isn't it you know every workplace is going going to have conflict and how you model your workplace how you model uh, the behaviors of your leaders um flows on to uh, how everything else runs and, and operates in your workplace uh what's that saying um uh so yeah so as the leader so is your culture so goes your culture so goes your company something like that it's very true you know it it starts it starts at the top down and um the way that your leaders conduct themselves the way that they value communication and openness and transparency and the safety around that will determine how successful your business is it's it's just it's always the way yeah there's an added element to the whole dispute thing right now because the industrial relations landscape is giving unions right now a big boost in confidence in um, what they believe they have the right to do and the, the right to discuss, the right to push, and all that sort of stuff. Um, now, let me get this. Let me get this straight. First off, um, you'd be forgiven for thinking I don't like unions, and, and you know, my, my personal experience dealing with unions over the years has been more so negative because uh the position that I'm in and the position that I uh, I'm well the position I am in is on the I'm on the employer's side for employers, not all employers. Let me make let me make um sure you're aware of that. You know, for the small and medium sized employers out there that need the assistance. Uh, but um you know you'd be forgiven for thinking that unions do have more power now. And they that they don't actually. You know they they really don't. Um the 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 biggest change for the Unions' landscape in the last couple of years, or with all the the changes that this labor government has been rolling out, is around single interest bargaining um, and and the like. So the, the 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 changes to negotiating and bargaining for agreements, right? They're the biggest changes. We haven't seen much impact from that just yet. um You know, I I don't think unions even really know how to how to best leverage multi-employer bargaining. Um, from the employer side, I I can see holes all the way through the whole model, but um, and I can also see how um, unions doing the wrong thing might weaponize those new rules around bargaining. But all in all, unions don't have any more power—not yet, right? The, the the Labor government, Tony Burke, the Minister for IR, uh, did put a, a bill into the Senate about a month or so ago now, I reckon, and it got kicked in, kicked into next year, rightly so, because it's a, it's a monster of a of a change to the um to the Fair Work Act, and and, and the amendments will have knock-on effects for all employers of all sizes it was rightly kicked into next year because there wasn't enough time there wasn't enough robust consultation and views taken from the business community the employers to where the senate could actually say yeah we're comfortable with this and we think the australian companies can can handle it you know they can't they can't say that so anyway i digress unions do not have more power just yet oh yeah more so than not so um but they are getting involved right they are having they're very confident um labor governments are in power everywhere um they're getting their their wish lists uh, drawn up and drafted in, in bills and, and that sort of thing from the government and it's all being pushed right so you are going to see more action from unions just because of that and you are likely if you're an employer to have um, unions sniffing around and um encouraging claims and encouraging disputes and that sort of thing so you know why why are they that way you know I, I, you know it, there's always this there's always this back and forth isn't there the employer side versus the employee side um and you can get really uh distracted by by the niggle by the by what's in front of your face by what's being presented and you know arguing about dollar rates here and there and that sort of thing but what's really at stake here is the control of the country. And when you really think about it, workplaces are the country. they They provide and produce everything we consume, everything we need, everything we rely on, services, roads, food. Uh, you, know, you, you, you name it, you know um education, all kinds of things, they're all workplaces. Who controls the workplaces controls the country. Controls the productivity, controls the inflation, controls all sorts of things. Right, that that that's that's the, that's the truth of, of the matter. Workplaces are very important to get right, and it, you know, getting down into these into the fight over hourly rates here and there, or um, you know, just seemingly small things all over the place, is a major distraction. All you have to do is go back as far as 1998. I think it was 98. The uh, with the, the the John Howard government. Took on the Maritime Union of Australia, the the, the MUA, the Stevedores, um, essentially shut down the 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 you know, shipping coming in and out of Australia. It went on for months from memory. Um, you know, it, it's a uh, it's it, it, it's one of those line in the sand moments in industrial relations. And there are a couple of those, but this is this is the most recent one that we probably all remember. Um, what 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 essentially occurred was you know, the the Maritime Union of Australia tried to take hold of uh, so all the shipping and everything coming into the country. Now that affected um, the supply chains, it affected trucks and things moving around the country. It affected everything that we rely on because we're such a small country and we import a lot of things. Right. Um, essentially, the 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 country was kind of standing still, and this was a really high profile uh, dispute. The union was very very strong. Um, at this point, step is, the Howard government steps in, um, and they were very, very sneaky, very callous. Uh, they uh, recruited special, so SAS um, uh, uh, members, of the the Defence Force, uh, paratroopers, commandos. I mean, the, the elite of the elite. Right? They they uh, recruit. They, they went to their military forces. They recruited these guys. They sent them off. I think they sent them off to the to the United Arab Emirates. I think over in Dubai somewhere. And they got trained to Ming Stevedores over there. And they brought them back with the intention to infiltrate and take over. Uh, you know the 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 wars and the unions um, that were controlling this sort of stuff. The government sent in um, you know guards with balaclavas on, covering their faces with dogs, and they they flushed out these these union members. They locked them out. Um, and they took back control uh, of 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 this this situation. Now, a, a big legal battle uh, commenced after that, and um, the government actually lost that legal battle. But it just goes to show the reason why I want to talk about that is because when I get asked about why are unions this way, well, when you go back to '98 and you think about that situation, um, it's fresh in the memories of of, of those senior. Union leaders and 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 maybe the members who are still around and still working, that the government will step in and the government will strong arm you. They've got the power to right. Um, if if a union uh, thinks they can, uh, or the union movement thinks it can control the country, and hold people to ransom, um, hold enterprises to ransom, and governments to ransom, to the degree that it starts to affect. How a country can operate, yeah. The, the government's going to send in the military. Um, it, it's been done a few times, you know, um, and, and vice versa. You know, the uh, a lot of a lot of the strikes, a lot of the major strikes in Australia's history since the early 1900s, it's been sort of, I reckon, you know, five major ones. But yeah, some of those have been. You know, if you look at the the, the old tram strikes what year that was. It was a long time ago but that was around technology and people thinking technology was going to steal their jobs and they they got guaranteed no redundancies and all that sort of thing. so uh, that settled that dispute and that's more relevant today as well uh, when you consider that but um you know there's, there's been times where the government wasn't performing you know around i think it was around world war one or world war ii there was a major a major change then uh, where employees and unions stood up and they hated the way that the government was running the country. They hated uh, the stagnation of wages and all that sort of stuff, and they fought back, and that actually set the benchmark for the first, um, I I think it was the first national wage system. Um, I could be wrong about that. I wasn't alive back then, right? But uh, I'm starting to nerd out with these stories, but that's, that's the reality of why are unions the way they are. It's a fight, right? The history of industrial relations and unions and governments in this country, they don't like each other. They fight against each other. Um, it's all about the control of the country. That might sound like a bit of a conspiracy theorist thought there, but it's it's the truth. If you control the country, you control everything. Um, and while well, the, the media is getting us thinking about higher wages here and um, you know more parental leave here and domestic violence leave here and all, all these things that we all think yeah that's that, that's worthwhile, I'll be I'll be a mug if I disagree with that. The reality is, unions are trying to control workplaces okay um and the 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 militant background just look at the history they fight they shoot each other they send dogs in they get the military all, all that sort of stuff it's real it's a very interesting history that we've got um and if you're a nerd like me go and look it up so let's get back to disputes in workplaces right because you've got alternative ways to handle these things and i've had a conversation like this a few times this week with some of my clients and um it's becoming more apparent that this is going to be a common theme uh because you know people uh, are not wanting to come to work people are um you know uh not happy in some workplaces of course it's always going to be the case but um they they, they feel like they have way more rights they actually really do they feel like they have the right to be able to work from wherever they want Um, and all these things now that might be the case for some people but you know, most workers out there don't understand the law and and, and the things that exist in terms of rules and frameworks of how you can request things like working from home and flexible arrangements. So that lack of understanding causes disputes. Um, The the lack of a company's ability to keep paying you more and more money just because you want it because your bills have gone up, well, so have theirs, right? Their bills have gone up too and all their workers don't want to come to the office, and they're losing productivity, they're losing control, they don't have a measure on things accurately, and they can't forecast things as well as they used to be able to with respect to cost, so they're going to have a hard time giving you more money. That's causing disputes. I'm seeing clients end up with, um, you know, I'm not going to name names, let's talk about the things I've seen just this, in the last seven seven to nine days. Um, Vexatious and false claims against managers, um, commencing formal investigations against managers, and that's not good for the employee, right? That's not good for the employee at all. Um, we're talking, yeah. We've seen um, employees' behaviours in 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 some businesses come under uh, questionable assessments. Let's, let's just say, it, put it that way. But that's a dispute, right? Formal investigation again, and, and um, yeah, it's it's a, it's a dispute that's going to need to be sorted out. We've got um, a, a union pushing an employer to negotiate. And, I, and what I think is happening is uh, falsifying numbers of employees that um, are seeking to negotiate with their employer uh, to seek a, 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 a majority support order. Majority support order means that this union has got um, the the overwhelming, well, the majority of a group of employees that would be covered by an enterprise agreement should one exist. Um, that the majority of those employees have gone to the union and said, "Yes, we want to bargain. Em- uh, we want you to bargain for us with our employer." Um, the employer doesn't want to, and the union has now got the signatures of, of more than half of those employees who will be covered, and they've taken it to the commission to say, "Commissioner, please, please um, submit an order against his company to start negotiating with us." That's a dispute, right? Disputes are happening more and more frequently. Um, What I want to talk about, though, is an option that a lot of clients of mine and businesses generally don't know they have. It's a more humane option, oftentimes, depending on the situation. Awkward as it may be, still a more humane way to go about settling a dispute where someone's employment is going to come to an end. Okay? So... It's tricky because you, you 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 need to have a little bit of trust. Now, the the, ten- the tension is there when you've got disputes, right? The relationships might be frayed um, and it might be really difficult to try and work through these things. But, you know, you can actually go to your employee and put everything on the table. You can agree to have a, an, an off-the-record conversation where you each freely share your thoughts. You both agree to this and you're honest and you're transparent um, and you both allow each other to put everything on the table without holding it against each other later on now what that does is it it uh it, if done right if um commenced in the appropriate way the employee was, you know the 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 employee is going to have higher attention than the employer in the situation pretty much every time i can guarantee it neither side of the table is nice to sit on in a situation but the employee or typically has more at stake. You know, They've got a job to lose. They've got a mortgage to pay. They've got kids to feed, all that sort of stuff, um, and their job is the line. They can feel it, right? Um, so you've got to commence this conversation in the right way. You've got to expect that the employee is going to be heightened, anxious, fearful, and all that sort of stuff. You've got to expect that. You've got to expect that they might react poorly. You've got to expect they might need to have a few hours or overnight or a day to really think about what was said in this conversation. but what we're trying to do here is get an agreement that we can all say whatever we wanna say. Uh, with respect, we're not throwing allegations around, we're putting all that aside. And let's say that the, the, the nature of the dispute is that this employee is gonna lose their role, it's gonna lose their job. That's not nice for anyone. It's likely to result in um, pretty heavy performance management, disciplinary action. Show calls, notices, lots of pressure, um, all that sort of stuff. And then you know, the employees made up their mind pretty much um, and to, to go through this process. And it's pretty hard to get through, right? It's gonna be pretty pretty hard to get through. Let's give the employee an opportunity to avoid all that. Let's give the employee an opportunity to to hear that you don't want to go through that either. Um, that you've done all you can, that you've put all this stuff uh, aside but you've got a lot of effort that's gotten in place so far um, and you don't think they're going to get through it. You don't see – you don't – right now, if you had to ask – if you had to answer the question, you don't see that um, it's probably untenable that they're going to have um, ongoing employment as a result or whatever the situation is. Look, Look, let's be honest about that. I know it's scary, right? Because um, everything in in the Fair Work Act and 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 uh, you know previous cases and and all the fees that employers have tell you that you shouldn't be doing that. You know you, you shouldn't be having conversations like that. You shouldn't be saying those sort of things. Um, it's high risk. It's all this. It's all that. Yeah. But let's let's not forget to be human. Okay. Um, the, the the humane thing to do here and the respectful thing to do here is be honest with each other. Now, if you've got an employee who's who you know is going to be really difficult and unreasonable and they're already being that way, you may not consider taking this road, right? But this is just an alternative option you may want to consider. But in my experience, people will act poorly to it. Now, they, they, they may be angry the whole way through this process. But most often and and overwhelmingly most often, um you're going to end up in a situation where you might have give you might have to give a couple of extra weeks pay four week, three four extra weeks pay to an employee um uh, on top of their entitlements upon termination and an agreeable termination a resignation um but you, you're having them sign what's called a deed of release in order to get that extra money now that extra money helps them to move on take their time breathe a little bit You know, they might have four weeks notice or two weeks notice, whatever it is. Um, They might have, um, you know, three or four weeks where the venue leave you've got to pay out. They might have some other entitlements uh, owed to them. um, And that's it. Let's throw an extra three, four weeks on top of that. All of a sudden that comes pretty attractive for that employee who's likely facing um, the next step. If they walk out of this this conversation and they say, no, 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 not doing this at all. You can, you can start. You can put me through it. You can give me a show course notice. You can start the performance management, right? Now, if they take that road, it's a very, very awkward, uncomfortable, high-pressure road for them to follow. And more often than not, they're going to trip over. They're, they're, they're probably not going to – at that point, they're not going to turn around all of a sudden and start performing like your best employee, right? And that's probably what it's going to take for them to keep their job. Um, now, if you let them just go and think about this stuff for a – a day or so they're more likely to come to the conclusion that Mm. you know what um they're right the boss is right um you know for whatever reasons exist it's not good there i'm not happy there um uh they're right i'm probably not going to survive a performance a heavy high high pressure performance management process um and I could use an extra four weeks on top of whatever else I'm going to get, so I can just take my time. And I could also use the ability to say I resigned, and I can also use a good reference from the from the old boss rather than rather than a uh, a terrible a terrible high stress, high highly anxious process to go through in my last two you know, two weeks, four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks that I'm going to be there. Um, terrible time, horrible time. Um, be have to tell someone that I'm trying to get work with next that I was sacked. Um, not know if I can give a reference for where I just came from, and that's a big red light, a big red flag, sorry, to, to future employers. Um, you know what? It might be better off that I just listen, I hear this out, I consider it, I listen to this, and maybe I sign that deed of release and we just move on. Um, now that's very awkward, that conversation, very awkward, but if you can just get through it, if you can do it, um, you know, it, it's it's going to make you a far better leader, um, and the more often you do these types of things, hopefully you're not doing too many of these, right? I, I do because I'm a, I, I'm in that game, um, but you know, if someone like me is coming in to have this conversation for you, it's gone too far already. It's already gone way too far. It's long gone. You you, you haven't been able to recover it, um, and it's landing on my desk. You know, it, it, it's time just to put, to put an end to it, um. You know, but if you if if you just go through this once, twice, three times as a leader, you're going to end up far better um, as a leader and trying to, and far better at seeing signs before this stuff, you know, goes down a negative path and addressing it appropriately. So, anyway, look, that, that, that's that's something to consider. Um, it's it's worthwhile talking about this stuff right now because, like I said, between now and uh, next July. July next year. Um, that's July 2024. And we'll know more in February 2024 about this bill that the the, the government's put into the Senate. Um, the Senate inquiry will be will be done on it in February. Well, that's the deadline for it anyway. And if the Senate's going to pass what's in the bill, we'll know that it's going to be in play around then and it will come into play by July next year. Um, if that... If everything that's in that bill gets approved, then these disputes are going to be going on um, even more. So be prepared for them, right? Be prepared for them. No one wants to go through your stuff, but you know, as, as an employee, you're going to have to. So good luck with that. All the very best. So look, I, I think I might wrap it up with that one today. Um, I hope that conversation helps a few people. We did go on a bit of a, a bit of a. Um, uh, re- not a reminiscent time but you know we went down a pathway of exploring the, the the history of unions and that sort of thing and that's a really interesting thing to know about right because you know if you think that you're going to go into a negotiation or um, some sort of um, nice easy friendly calm um, you know relationship with the union and you're an employer and Unions generally, you yeah, have got this big push to take over and uh, take more control and get more members and all that sort of stuff. Because that's what's happening. If you think you're going to have very good, friendly, nice relationships with these unions, think again. Not going to happen, all right? You 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 are the enemy to the unions if you're an employer. Um, they're even going against themselves right now. You know, they're they're going against the ABC. They're going against Tony Burke himself. They want they want his department. Uh, audited and and um, you know, answering for the underpayment Tony Burke himself has made. So even 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 the left leaning government, the ex union um, minister uh, Tony Burke, is being attacked by his own people. Um, so you know it just goes to show you, you you're not going to be protected. You're not going to be uh, on their side. Not going to happen. So be ready for that. Enough of the alarmism. Is that such a word? Alarmism. I'm not too sure. Well, thanks for joining me again. Um, it's a it's going to be a short one today, just a bit of a wrap-up on what's been happening for the last seven to nine days. As I said before, disputes are happening and there are other ways to handle them. Okay, You don't have to go and just go head-to-head head, time and time again. If it's getting to the point where it's unsalvageable, you, you, look, you've got to do something to get back on the same page. You've got, to, you've got to have some kind of conversation that brings you back, both of you back, onto the table as being human. And seeing each other as humans, and and just being honest and transparent, and give them the decision. Look, are you happy? Do you Do you want to be here? Because, um, you know, this is the business, and the business does what the business does. The people do what the people do. Um, if this is so difficult and and making you so unhappy, you know, given provided the employer is coming from a good steady place that you've done the right thing you, you're not doing the wrong thing by people and unlawful things now if this is so bad for you then let's talk about helping you find something better um you know thank you for your help thank you for your time so far but geez I can't see this I can't see this moving forward so you know get back to being human put the dispute aside get everything on the table and talk like humans to each other and maybe these alternative dispute resolution processes might be what you're looking for. Consider that. Shoot your questions through if you've got them. Go to www.workplaceas.com. Uh, we've got some free templates there you can download and start using them right away. They're, they're all related to performance uh, management. There's a performance improvement plan as a position description template. And there's a performance review meeting template. You can you can look at those. There's instructions on, on, on all three of them. Um, and you can start using them right now completely free to download go to www.workplaceas.com and until next time keep it tight workplace